Hello? Can anyone around here speak basketball? It's the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. Bonjour, hello. Yeah, still with the French. My thing now, man. I like it. I like it. Uh, Welcome to the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Basketball Podcast. Podcast. Yeah, Uh, me and Matt. I don't know who's trolling who at this point. (laughs) We're actually just like we're. It's we're we're a Marcus Ole. We're just connective tissue. Yeah, we're becoming one podcast being um <laughs> this is a it's a raptors basketball podcast uh thank you so much for listening we're we're hardcore fans yeah. uh matt if you want to listen to us help us follow us you know help me get like some direction in life how <laughs> uh, where might where where might you find us well we're always on itunes and stitcher uh-huh. player fm Go spotify on. yeah uh pocket cast if you're one of those who pays for your podcatcher oh, wow Cheers. yeah um, go to dunkspodcast.com. We got all our links there. You can press on them. They'll take you where you need to go. And, uh, yeah, we appreciate the uh, ratings and reviews we got. Let's not forget, <laughs> we are on YouTube. That's right. And we have 11 subscribers Woo! now. We, let's get to we 12. Yeah, we were, tr- we're trying to get to 12. Um, That's when I, the money kicks in. Yeah, I think we'll get there. Um, and uh, Player FM as Player well. Player FM is huge. Uh, for yeah. folks who feel, are wondering. I feel like uh, I saw they did some improvements to their app or something. Oh, they're always, yeah, they're always yeah. keeping that oh, thing. Uh, I think we common. got number 12 coming in. Wow. Okay. We just, uh, okay. Our first guest who I'm going to bring on right now. um, I think he qualifies as the best basketball player I know in real life. Um, You know what though? Maybe not because I've been working really hard on my game. Um, He's awesome. He's hilarious. Give it up for friend of the podcast, Alan Shane Lewis. Hello? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, sharp, sharp one. Sharp cut. Hard cut off. I know. <laughs> oh, Matt's on. Sometimes today. I do a hard cut. I was about to freestyle, but all right. I guess I guess we don't do that <laughs> do here. That. Uh, um, what's up, buddy? Thanks for doing the podcast. Thanks man. for having me. That, that, that song now uh, sounds like Sonic, and Sonic just had a trailer today. I know. It's horrible. Oh, is I haven't it? seen the trailer, but I have seen a still of Jim Carrey, and it looks hilarious. Jim Carrey's in it? Yeah, he's Dr. Robot. <laughs> I'm going to see it. I'm going to see it in IMAX and pay all the money first day, but I'm not oh, weird. proud of that. I'll see it with you. And uh, I think our, our next guest will too. If yeah. he's in town, you know, I know he's up for a, a film every once in a while. Yeah, uh, I think last time we sure. talked to him, he was uh, he was checking out every bodega in uh, in the city of Brooklyn, New city. York. Uh, that's right, it's a city, baby, or maybe it's not. I don't know. It's, I think a, it's borough. a borough. Whatever, man. I'm doing my best here. Um, I don't know. If you're at home, <laughs> nice clap some together for Alex Pavone. Even, is he even still there? We don't even know. I'm here. I'm here. I'm, I'm looking at myself in the mirror and waving like uh, <laughs> my jersey to the Raptors. And it's uh, the borough of Queens. It is fucking Queens. Can I swear it's Queens? Yeah. Oh, oh he's in Queens. Queens. You're, you're in Queens. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm in the borough that kissed Amazon goodbye. Wow. Queensite. Yeah. So were you with like Ocasio-Cortez when she formed the plan or? <laughs> no, no. I, I actually just found out who she was like two weeks ago. Nice. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm, a big political person. 
Fair enough. But, uh, you know, if you check her out, you probably got some pretty awesome clips ahead. Yeah. Uh, she's got some good sound bites. I'm a fan. Um, okay, guys, you, are you ready to get cracking here on, on, on the most important time of the season or what? Yeah. Game time. Okay. Who's not? So, first things first. Yeah. Matt, tell me something I don't know. Oh, yeah. About Art Long. Okay, Art Long. We start okay. with the goods here, okay? <laughs> I'm starting with the tougher one because last, you know, last week we had some some rough former players that have had some bad stuff happen with them. Uh, not any better for Art Long, okay? Right. But the next guy I'll do is a little more positive. But we're going to start with Art Long. Okay. He only played seven games for the Raps. That's okay. During better the 2002-2003 season. Uh, did you know that in the mid-90s, just to give you a little taste of what, what's uh, ahead for him, he punched a police horse in the face? That's awesome. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, he punched us, and he's from New York. So Wait, I don't know, you, uh, Alex, if you can give us some background on police horses in New York, but I bet they're pretty nasty. Well, he's he ain't from Queens, buddy. Because if he was from Queens, he would have gave him. He wouldn't have stopped with a punch. It would have been a combo. That horse <laughs> got an elbow right to the snot. Right sniffer. Um, unfortunately, uh, th- there's one more thing about him, and it's not very positive. He is current- punching a horse was positive. <laughs> yeah, <I feel> like- <laughs> was a bit funny. I feel like it's pretty cartoonish. Um, <laughs> but what he did next, not very cartoonish. He is incarcerated right now for dealing ecstasy and marijuana and as well as some weapon charges. Unfortunately, yeah, 81 months he got for that. Sorry, I know it's tough. It's hey, not man. like I have this like former Raptors matrix where I'm making them do all this stuff. Buddy, I, I asked you to tell me something I don't know. And some, some I, sometimes it's something I don't want to know. But, <laughs> you know... <laughs> You, I'm asking for it. So it's on me ultimately. True. You know what I mean? True. We're getting there. That's, that's player number four. No, sorry. Player number 94. Though. Wow. Okay. We're getting there. We're getting there. Um, okay. Should, should we move on? Yeah. Let's, Did he go to jail for punching the horse? No, I think he got off saying that he, he was trying to pet the horse or something. Like, it was, it was like they can't prove that he wasn't trying to pet Buddy, the horse. I was trying to give your horse a pet and but, I just knocked yeah. him in his job. The, Sorry, the my cut. bad. That happens. I got this shoulder, this weird crick in my shoulder. I just, yeah. <laughs> and I also say tiger knee. <laughs> Sorry, I just say that. <laughs> I knew it. Uh, I just... I, I just love like him getting sentenced for selling uh, Molly and marijuana, and the court, the horse is in the courtroom. <laughs> Character like, witness getting his vengeance. <laughs> Where on this that horse, dummy? Dog. That wasn't a pet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd work. like it. I'd like it if the horse was like in the courtroom, but the horse was like, "No, we're good. I'm here as a friend." <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, we've made amends. <laughs> let's uh, let's uh, move over to Raptors. Maddie, would you give me that Raptors sting? Welcome to Jurassic Park. He's doing it. He's doing it with the sound effects. <laughs> Coming team, they're here. You're so proud of yourself, Matt, and I love it. That's the best one I've made for okay. sure. Uh, Alex Allen, not sure if you've heard this yet, but uh, I've been doing a rather messy um, statistical uh, watch during the playoffs for our, our Raptors, and uh, we're gonna start with Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry. Uh, yeah, that's right. He's made some ground uh, since our last pod. So, uh, Matt, are you ready? 
Uh, yeah, I just want to say that I have upgraded the Hunger Games canon. I felt That's like right. the canon in the distance was a little tough to hear. Mm-hmm. So I talked to Stanley Tucci or whoever you <laughs> okay. have to talk to in the Hunger Games world and <laughs> okay. got a little closer to the canon. That's I'm, all I asked I'm for. I'm glad you did your research because, <laughs> uh, you know, Kyle passed some pretty some pretty big names. Okay. And uh, we need to memorialize those names let's, the right Hunger yeah, Games way. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. We ready? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Kyle started with 335 assists which had him at uh, 110th all time in the playoffs. Right. He now has 391 assists. Mm-hmm. So since last pod, yeah. Kyle has passed Bobby Jones. Ooh. Nice. <laughs> Boris Diaw. <laughs> Tim Hardaway. Ron Boone. Rod Strickland. <laughs> Bit of a delay. And Byron Scott. <laughs> he now go. sits at 81st all time in assists, and he's coming for Hal Greer and John Starks. Wow. Oh, so uh, I've got a little Kyle Lowry tidbit for you. Okay. Um, you know, as I said, I'm shooting a commercial uh, on Thursday, mm-hmm. and I was talking to the uh, wardrobe lady right. about uh, the podcast a little bit. Okay. She goes, Oh, you know who uh, I'm a stylist for for the last five years? Kyle Lowry. So he's on the pod next pod? Yeah, or? that's I'm like, well, I'm going to see her on Thursday. I got to work on this a little bit more. Sick. Yeah, yeah. But I put I put the podcast in her head. So obviously next time he's getting some shirts put on. Yeah. She's going to hopefully <laughs> yeah. be like, okay, she'll be like the, this guy that uh, I'm doing a commercial with. He once did a commercial with Sidney Crosby. <laughs> that's true. And Sidney Crosby uh, never went on his pod. So yeah. you shouldn't either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Fair Honestly, enough. next week, tune in. We got Crosby and Lowry. Promise, <laughs> promised here first. We'll see yeah. if they know each other. It'll be fun. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's, let's get going on Raptors. Uh, Raptors funny if they're stuff. bitter rivals. <laughs> they're just getting a fight on your show. Oh, that would wow. be a, that would be a be mean really fight. Press. Mm. Okay, Alex, I'm going to start with you. Okay. Yeah. So, um, just you know, just as as a part of a grieving process, what are your top disappointments from Game Two? Oh my God! I mean, just just coming out in that first quarter when you have the momentum and just letting Philly take the momentum, just take the wind right out of our sails in that in that first quarter. That really fucked us because I mean. Obviously, we're going to make a push because we're good, but how do you start a game like that? I mean, obviously, they were going to come out, especially with Embiid being sick. Like, you, you, you got to, you know, put your pe- put the pedal to the metal and just come out guns a-blazing. So that, that really sucked, for sure. That was rough. Alan, yeah. you, got a, you got a top disappointment from the game? Yeah. Um, I, I don't. Brett Brown did outcoach Nick Nurse this game because he completely mm-hmm. changed up the lineup. He did. And how defensively they were going to market. They put like Tobias Harris on Marcus Saul and, you know, uh, and Embiid on Siakam. So that kind of like neutralized the wing yes. on that. So that was a big thing. But why didn't Nick Nurse recognize that early? Why didn't he yeah. keep that like, okay, that's happening. And then they try to do a lot of like uh, Marcus Saul in the post, but then they kept giving him like high post action, like put him low post. So it's just a one time back down so we can move it. So Nick Nurse not recognizing that early kind of bothered me. Uh, just and, everyone, and then the bench just not hitting shots and Abaka fucking yeah. biting on pump fakes. Like, buddy, don't. He's not going to shoot it. I'll yeah. tell you that right now. He's doing that yeah. to open up some space. That's all it is. I don't think Abaka should. Like, it, it, when Embiid's out there, Casal should be out there. That should just be it. Just, just when, uh, when he's. So that's actually my. Alan. Sorry, go ahead, Alex. Add to that, but like fucking Nick Nurse, like, what are you doing not putting Kawhi on Jimmy Butler? Yeah. Especially when he's looking there in the in the fourth, like, what are you doing? 
it it no. was so ugly. So so my my biggest uh, my biggest disappointment is uh, is actually Nurse. Um, I thought about I thought about saying Fred, but I don't think Fred's being put in like a major winning position. Like he. We're just out. Okay, the, uh, I was at the game last night, and there was one series of like four minutes, five minutes, I think, where we were outsized at every single position. Mm. And with our roster, like that's just not necessary. Like we don't need Norman to play the three. We don't need Fred to play the two or Kyle to play the two. And I just think the the two point guard lineup is fine, but it's meant to get Lowry going, and yeah. he's not he's not the major he's not the main point of our offense now. So. And, and and then on top of that, you got Siakam and Kawhi just kind of driving and kicking, which worked perfectly in yeah. game one. Yeah. But clearly adjustments were made. And, but, and, and not tethering Gasol to Embiid, to me, just doesn't make sense because it seems like Serge can't really hang with Embiid without fouling him. Yeah. And Gasol is doing like a great, great job. So, and, it, and, and it, like as far as minutes, you know, Gasol played 34 minutes or something yeah. uh, in game two. So yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't understand why he would stick with this rotation week when he could see that, um, you know, Brett Brown was like pulling out all this like well, funky stuff. Yeah. And, and Brett Brown kept his starters like what, at least three starters on for like, what was it only like four minutes? They didn't play all together yeah. or something like that. Like, yeah, like that's what you got to do to win, you know? And mm-hmm. I don't think Philly can outlast us in this because like it took so many of these things for them to get this W. They needed that to happen. We needed to shoot 27% from three-point line, which is like, I don't know, we've been yeah. killing it since like post-All-Star uh, Week. Yeah, we scored 89 points. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine that we, happening. We couldn't again. We couldn't hit our threes, and Danny Ground was missing a whole bunch of bunnies that he should yeah. have been making from, not bunnies, but like threes that he should have mm-hmm. been making regularly. So, yeah, I just think it was the perfect storm for Philly and like the worst fucking day of my life yesterday. So <laughs> <laughs> Good. I yeah. mean, no, sorry, not good about yeah. the, the worst day of your life. <laughs> I kind of think it was the perfect storm too, uh, in, in the way that in, in the way that we didn't score. Yeah, I, and I that's mean, a positive. If, if we yeah. didn't get beat, we just got we beat ourselves. Yeah, and I feel like there's there's things that they can improve on Philly still. Mm. Like I could see Butler having a even more efficient game yeah. potentially. Also, but, yeah, and James Ennis needs to have like fucking a, amazing. I know. Game too. Monroe, when Monroe yeah, when, started popping off, oh, yeah. yo, that's yeah. my disappointment of the game because I was there and I got mad <laughs> because like there was people in my section who clearly like they paid a lot. And it was like their first time there, uh, and I was like one of that you know that season lifer ten, guy. Ten points in the first quarter. He had like yeah. thirty five. <laughs> points yeah. in the first half no he, he basically like if, if he didn't sprain his ankle i think they would have beat us by 50 points no but Monroe was going off and it made me he's so with an mad edge. Yeah. he's playing with an edge uh, alex any more uh, any more disappointments uh, Monroe and Ennis, man, you can't let those guys go go off. It, it gave that team so much confidence. Yeah, yeah. Because Embiid was sick and he had, well, he was farting. I don't know what the, the injury report was, but pooping his pants. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, those guys got going, especially Monroe. The bench and uh, the starters they got so amped up. It was just fuck's sakes, man. It was just, <laughs> it was just frustrating. Uh, okay, uh, Alan, I'm going to jump to you on this. I, you, we might have already touched on it, but what went right for Philly? So, like, did everything go right? Because they still shot inefficiently. Yeah. I thought we, you know, actually, wait, let me just say disappointment. The last play was pretty rough. Yeah. Not like, you know, whether Kyle tried to put it 
between oh. Harris's legs or not. Oh yeah. You know, it was it was just a rough look. And then also Danny Green <laughs> getting the wide open shot and yeah. missing it. Uh, that was disappointing, yeah. but I, I was still being in the arena, I was pretty jacked. Like I was yeah. pretty happy with Kyle's game generally. He hit yeah. those two big threes and I thought Kyle was fierce on D. Like I thought the Raptors played good D. But mm-hmm. sorry, I, I jumped on my own question. Yeah. But yeah, what's um like yeah, do what what do you think uh, went right for Philly? What went right? Um uh, the defensive matches, the different looks that they threw Kawhi, like having Simmons kind of guard him because, like, you know, Butler is too short. And just, yeah, just their, 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 that, that, that whole lineup where, you know, Tobias, uh, Marcus Saul, Embiid, on Siakam, and, yeah, just mm-hmm. that matchup worked. It confused them out the gate. And, and the Raptors are a team that usually, like, they come back in the third, fourth. But, like, yeah. if you set a tone from the beginning, that sets a tone for the entire game. So Totally. And, I mean, and you know, like, we, we had a couple near comebacks. But, yeah. you know, Philly's a team that can really... I, I think they got embarrassed in the, yeah, in the first game. And I definitely. think Butler is the type of guy when he gets embarrassed, he's, he's yeah. hyper competitive. So he's still a punk B though. So yeah, <laughs> he's still a punk B like Butler. I know you listen and I know you yeah. hate that, but yeah, I'm sorry. I, tw- I tweeted at him twice today. So he'll see. <laughs> okay, good. He'll good. See he'll see um, uh, Alex, uh, what went right for, for Philly? Or I mean like, you know, yeah, if, if it's everything went right, that's okay too. Not everything went right, but definitely getting Butler like him. What do you got? Thirty. What do you have? Thirty points, and he had like a lot of clutch, you know, fourth quarter uh, quarter points. I mm-hmm. think getting him going because he is their guy. He's their closer. I mean, I mean, Embiid's the best player, and you know, the, uh, Simmons is Mister Do Everything type thing. But you know, now that he's got that confidence that he's like the closer, like that was his role, and he got going in that role, and I think that gives that team a lot of confidence. Because that was their problem going into the series is like defined roles for everybody. And Butler stepped up yesterday and he did it. He, he got, he got the win. He was clutched in the fourth. So it was sort of just them sort of finding a groove for their team sort of, you know, scares me a little bit. Right. I mean, like, I think after that first game, you know, you have basically, you know, all of, uh, all of basketball, um, yeah. Like like uh, all the analysts I, everywhere were, were were saying, oh, is it a sweep? Yeah, and people were yeah. already thinking maybe five games. Yeah. So it was such a thorough beatdown, and I think that what went right, like the the thing that went really right for me for Philly was they've now like like Brett Brown can go back to the like you know his team and be like, great, we 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 made Siakam shoot nine for 25. Mm-hmm. So we know we can stop him. I think that they might just accept they can't stop Kawhi and try and, you know, continue to double team him and, and, and make him make good passes out of the double team. Yeah. Cause that's one thing I noticed Kawhi's too. Kawhi's not a great passer. He's not great. No. Cause, and his passes are really heavy. Like a couple times he got double team and he just whipped it right at like Lowry's knee. Mm. One time, you know, Gasol had to like jump for it. And I was like, this is not a guy that's, He's played in a Spurs system in a really kind of like opportunistic thing. He hasn't really played on a team where it's like, okay, you go wild, then they'll just go insane trying to stop you. Then you have to find the right person. And I don't think Kawhi is a bad passer, but he I, I don't think he's that used to, you know, playing ISO ball in a series. Yeah. Where where he's gotta take over the reins. Yeah, exactly. The next step. Yeah. Is, is is making those those nice passes. But yeah, I, I thought they did a great job on Siakam. And yeah. I think Siakam's so hungry that he's the type of guy that I, I'd kind of be surprised he'll, he'll, if they stopped him again. But yeah, he'll be back. He was, you know, when you get Embiid, 
he was a little like tentative, not tentative, where he was just kind of pulled back, especially yeah. in his drives and like those little like little little bunnies, little floaters. He was like afraid of him being. He just kept like putting them high and mm-hmm. wide, and I was like, just take it in, put chest to chest, get that foul. Oh, the first play of the game too, he gave him like full spicy shaking. Yeah, the little and yeah, it was wild. Yeah. Like keep that going. No, but no, I think I think Allen's right. He was like hesitating on those little floaters. He usually doesn't think twice to right. do because mm-hmm. game one he just it was easy peasy for the guy. He was just hitting everything but then you know once you throw Embiid coming at you with his long ass arms you just start double you know you start start double guessing yourself and it sort of threw him off his timing and everything and it, mm-hmm. I mean he got back into the groove in like the fourth but you know that that first half he was a little he was a little sluggish yeah. uh, except for that move that little shake and bake on the baseline over there or whatever wherever it was but yeah I think I think Allen's right like just Siakam just got a little spooked by um, Embiid's like presence mm-hmm. But you know, it's all good. It's all good. Nothing to yeah. worry about, right? It's, it's, it's going to six. <laughs> no, no, it's going to six. Um, I can tell. Oh yeah, they got it, Alex. I'll, I'll I'll go to you first. What's what's the key going forward for the Raptors? Like like you know maybe key for game three, but also game also the series. Like what's what what's good? Is it the battle of the boards? Is it the corner threes? Like what or or is it a certain it, it, matchup? Yeah, yeah, I think it's our, I think it's our corner threes and our, our. I mean, I think we had a lot of good looks, especially in the second half. It's just. For whatever reason, we just couldn't knock him down. Again, I think we did have a little bit of just a little bit of lack of focus yesterday, just because how well Game One went. And uh, I, I think we're going to be fine, honestly. But uh, it, it's just definitely those the op- you got to hit your open shots, and I think that's what our problem was yesterday. So right. To ju- just going forward, I think it's just like a bit of a mental thing. But but yeah, really, that's that's pretty much it. I think uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, just to kind of add on to that, I feel like as far as hitting open shots too, it's got to be, you have to keep their defense guessing. Like there was a really, really nice play when the ball started swinging around, Norm got it and you just assume it was going to the next guy and he faked faked it it and and Ennis was like running Mm -hmm. and Norm just canned the three and I'm like, wow, that's what we need from our role players. We need our role players to do stuff like that and that's the difference between being like a contender and like maybe going all the way. And that's the thing about role players is you don't need everyone to do like a million things. You just need, Mm -hmm. just do one thing good. Just one, just once in a while. Yes. And if we can just get that type of consistency. What's your uh, what's your key going forward? Consistency. Consistency. I think just yeah. we need to like okay, you did well. Okay, we'll do it again the next game. Okay, you yeah. did it again. Okay, do it again the next game, and not these. Uh, and it sucks because we have Kawhi who's so inconsistent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's a shame. I feel so sorry for Kawhi. I think this is one of those things where like this might scare him off. He's like, oh, yeah. not everybody wants to bring their big boy pants every game. Well, yeah, I'm gonna go somewhere else where everyone's more professional, you know. And it it, it really showed out when like was it? It's um. Um, Van Vliet, Abaka, and who else was shooting really horribly? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I think Abaka finished with Danny, two points. Danny Green. Yeah, Danny. Oh, Danny yeah, Danny Green missed a whole bunch, but that was just that's just that's part of it. He, he shot mm-hmm. those misses, and he's not going to miss again. So let's see. No, uh, he's not. No, no, he's going to hit everything from here on out. Um, but yeah, I just think if if the Raptors can just uh, don't let don't take that uh, loss to heart, and then the next game, right out the game, punch him in the mouth. You know, and yeah. maintain that kind of control over the series, and you know, let Kawhi do what he's got to do, and same with Pascal Siakam. I think we should be able to take him a six. Yeah, my um, my my key is I just think that we need to use Gasol more. Like yeah. he took six shots. Yeah, yeah, and I think it was like yeah. one for four from three. And uh, yeah, I was listening to the Dunked On podcast, and and one thing they were saying too is uh, with Gasol is like the whole point there is. 
Embiid doesn't really want to cover you if you stand further out. Mm-hmm. So we need Gasol. Yeah, he's shooting like a blistering three point percentage in the uh, in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So if I'm Nurse, I'm like, dude, you need to shoot like ten threes tonight. Yeah, like even just if you miss ten threes, that's okay. Like it will become a thing, and like 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 we just need to make him Embiid think that. Yeah. Because once he's out of the key. Yeah, once he's out of the key, everything changes. Yeah. And being at the game, you can see that. He's such a giant and he's not slow Mm -mm. that it's wild. (laughs) It's just wild to watch. It's like, like, I I think Gobert has the same effect where it's like this guy who just like blankets the court. Yeah, and he he was playing weak side defense and still helping out in the key. Yes. Just a couple steps over. Totally. And there's a couple Siakam drives where he wasn't even the primary defender and he just like waved his giant arm and it disrupted the shot. I'm pretty sure like light goes out a little bit. You can't see. He's just (laughs) blocking all of it. Yeah. And when I went to grab like food at, at, at halftime, he was there ahead of everyone oh my holding God. up the line. Just just boxing out. Yeah. And he's like, I got gastro. And we're like, That's weird. Like, um, Don't you guys have one in the change room? God damn. Man, how'd you get up here that fast? Okay. Uh, before we hit the uh, NBA. Yeah. Are you, are you ready for another tell me something I don't know? Matt? Okay. Are we doing your cannons too? Oh, that's after, oh, buddy. Goodness. It's going to get canon wild after uh, this, and that's a promise. <laughs> canon wild. Um, okay, Matt, yeah. tell me something I don't know about um, Kevin, bel- beloved Raptor, Kevin Willis. Kevin Willis. Uh, you remember him. Do I remember Kevin Willis? Was he a big deal? It was before my time as oh, a Raptor. Oh, Kevin center. Willis, was he was pure Vince Carter era. <laughs> he had really short arms, which was <laughs> okay. a bit weird for a guy his size. He yeah, always has yeah. these elbow pads. Love them. He looked like a... He looked like your dad playing pickup. Yeah, but he was good, though. Oh, like, yeah. He had, he had tricks. Sorry. He, is. he had a very long career. He played uh, about 160 games for the Raps. They're going to say years. <laughs> 60 <laughs> years. I'm like, yeah, that sounds that. right. Um, He's the one true Raptor. He's an Ent. <laughs> Did you know that he is actually like the oldest to play in the NBA? What do you mean? Like he played at 44 years old. Okay. Which is the oldest. Now, there is someone ahead of him, but it's not really fair to compare him to him. There was a player named Nat Hickey. Do you remember Nat Hickey? No. Okay. So I, Nat, don't, I don't know any of this. <laughs> Nat Hickey was a player in 1948. Okay. Scratch that. He was a coach who activated himself for two games. Okay. Just short of his 46th birthday. So Nat Hickey rocks. Nat Hickey for like, the like Providence. First of all, fake rollers. names. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. So Nat Hickey. Um, but <laughs> after, after Nat Hickey, it's it's Kevin Willis and actually. Okay. Well, you already had an A plus plus. Um. And that's, yeah. That's a big so, one. Uh, Vin, Vince. He, Vince is coming for him. Vince is 42. Was, and was Kevin Willis? 44 on the Raptors? No, he was like actually... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was he 26? No. Don't lie to me. His last <laughs> season was two, the 2006-2007 season. He played for Dallas. The Hawks. And he... It, it was the... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that... that The Hawks? Fuck. Sounded like Alex yeah. was falling off a cliff. <laughs> yeah. He did, he did play for the Hawks for a long time. Um, but yeah, he, so he played... And it was, I guess, the year that Dallas like got bounced in the first round. It was a big deal. They were supposed to... They were a favorite. Uh, that was fun. Um... Did you know that he also has a big and tall clothing company in Atlanta? No. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> and when <laughs> he was just, a that's player, classy. so his mom was a seamstress, and that's what got him into fashion and stuff and uh, making uh, clothing. When David, uh, was it Daniel Stern? No, that's that's the guy from... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Some yeah, Home Alone. alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was the bushwhacker, Daniel Stern. Yeah, David Stern. The when, David, uh, the nail, bud. when David Stern came through with that dress code in 2005, 
Kevin Willis approached him and was like, you're hurting my business here. I sell clothing to all the players and now I got to be dressy. Guys don't want to be so dressy and everything. So he found a way to do a, a dressier denim. Which, Cheers. you know, our guest last week, Jess, would have really appreciated yeah. this one. Yeah. <laughs> Jess, Jess, if you're listening, you're the denim god, but yep. <laughs> heads up. Kevin Willis, is a, he's got yeah. his own thing going on. Yeah. It, no wonder this guy's in the league for 78 years. The guy's styling half the players. <laughs> That's true. He's like, you sign me, and you're just like making pitches to guys. Like, guys, I see you're what you're working with. <laughs> yeah. Let me hook you up. I right. mean, he played with the Spurs, so I'm like, he, you know, he could have worked on Tim Duncan, but I guess he didn't. Tim Duncan he has wasn't the into it. worst fashion. Oh, no, I'm sure. I'm just, sure he's like, Duncan, I got an idea. When you retire, uh, become a professional fighter and grow dreads and surprise everyone with how you look. Because yeah. <laughs> if you've seen Duncan, it's wild. Is that yeah. what's going it's on pure now? David Letterman. Oh my God. Yeah, it's like oh. when, when you see David Letterman with the big beard, you're yeah, like, is what? that Tim Duncan? Is that oh. what you always look like inside? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Alex, have you seen Tim Duncan? No, I don't know what you're talking about. Honestly, what's Google image current Tim Duncan and you'll have a laugh. <clears throat> it was oh the man God. who night, right? I don't know why I'm so nervous. <laughs> no, no, he's safe. He's safe. Okay, uh, I think I think before we uh, before we, we we launch into my my thing, Matt, Ye- would you give me that NBA sting? Yeah, I will give you that sting. Okay. But I will just to say with Nat Hickey, yeah, with Nat Hickey. So he was the coach in the BAA, which merged with the NBL okay. to make the. National, National basketball. basketball. Wow. <laughs> Matt's on fire. Okay. That was an A plus, 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 plus. <laughs> took us left, took us right. I love yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's a playoff. Yeah. Tell me something I don't know. <laughs> it's clutch. And may I say, it usually pisses me off, but I want you to have a victory lap. Can you give me Adam Silver in the tugboat? This is Adam Silver. <laughs> Still doesn't make any sense at all why you have a tugboat sound. Um, <laughs> but you know what? I wanted to give that to you because you rock. Thanks, it. I appreciate it. Okay, before we talk about some NBA stuff, um, I got some more raps playoff playoff stats for you. You ready for for another Hunger Games? Yeah, let's yep. get let's get okay. close to that cannon. Okay, here we go. <laughs> no earplugs. So <clears throat> there's been a little bit of a quiet on the uh, surge block front. Oh. There's been a little bit of quiet on the Danny Green three front. That's right. And there's been a, yeah, thank you. Thank you. And there's been also a little bit of quiet uh, on the Kawhi Steel front. So, you know, the uh, the podcaster I am, uh, I found some other some other cool stuff. So, I'm calling this segment Mark Gasol's free ones. Cuz okay. Mark's making some moves on the all-time free throws made list really? in the playoffs. Yeah, Kawhi's ahead of him, but I can't have Kawhi on too many things. He's no. just a beast. <laughs> um, okay, so since I didn't do it last pod, mm-hmm. um, we're going to start from the beginning of the playoffs. <laughs> okay. So Marcus Gasol started with 290 playoff free throws made okay. at 144th. Um, and now he has 297. He's hit seven free throws. Nice. Uh, since the playoffs started, yeah, he has passed Rick Smiths, Anthony Hardaway, Billy Paltz, <laughs> Daryl Dawkins, <laughs> Hersa, just- Hersey Hawkins, <laughs> the snaps killing me, <laughs> Michael Cooper, <laughs> Danny Ainge. And perhaps only temporarily, Paul Millsap. 
<laughs> he now sits at 136 all time. Uh, playoffs, free throws made, and he's coming for Jermaine O'Neal. Wow, that's a lot of cannons today. Yeah. yeah I feel like I'm at a Columbus Blue Jackets game. <laughs> hey, nice one. <laughs> did, they, did they do that there? They they uh, they set a cannon off every time they score. Oh, okay. That's got to be a no. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> no, my idea is cooler. Yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, like I've probably had that idea before Columbus or whatever. So, yeah, no worries. Um, okay, Alan, let's, uh, let's get going on some NBA stuff. So, um, like a real cannon? Yeah, yeah, it's not loaded. They don't it's like not, shoot that's it. That's not loaded. I know that. <laughs> but yeah. But it's like an old time. Uh, yeah, a Civil War, I'm sure, replica. Columbus Blue Jackets. Yeah. <laughs> I remember oh, yeah. when they were expanded. Or expansion? Yeah, they're it's expansion apparently team. just yeah, it insane. It's apparently so loud and crazy. Good, as a cannon should be, yeah. sir. Good for, good for Columbus. <laughs> okay. yeah. Is it, where's they Columbus? Got a, they got a, they got a Ohio. Brewer. Oh, it's Ohio. They got a brewery for the Milwaukee Bucks or the Milwaukee Brewers, okay? <laughs> oh, I messed that up. Oh, Whatever. Right. Some bucks for the Brewers okay. and Brewers for the Bucks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Alex, I'm going to start with you on this one. Um, so Golden State, Houston is really bringing out the whole players versus refs thing. Uh, I know there was also like a major podcast. I don't know if it's Radiolab, but it, it was kind of focused on the rise of... Um, players complaining to refs and and how hard it is to be a ref and the 94% accuracy and all that kind of stuff. And I'm, I, I guess I'm just wondering, like, do you think it's getting worse or should something be done about it? Or is this like a natural kind of like part of the game? Was, was that me or Alan? I'm sorry, that was, that was you, Alex. Um. You, I mean, the whole two-minute report thing is hilarious to me. Why even give that information out? We missed 78 calls in two minutes. Like, well, what's <laughs> the point of that? It makes no sense to me. I mean, they need a fourth ref. Like, just get another ref. You can't do replays in basketball, right? Obviously. Because, um, you know, discretion and stuff like that, you can't do replays. But a lot of the – there's some of these calls have been, like, really inconsistent, right? Like, Clay Thompson, like, jumping in the Harden. And then yesterday, like, Danny Green did not jump into Jimmy Butler, and they called that. But, you know, Thompson jumps into Harden, they call that. So just get a fourth official. I think that, that would – just another set of eyes would help a lot, right? Because, again, video replays out of the question. So I just think a lot of that, and, and it's getting worse for sure. Just just what did they do in the report? They said that they missed, like, Houston got screwed, like, 80% of the time. Something like that. I don't know. Yeah, sure, they said they missed a lot of calls. Last year, though. But but the key three. Oh, the key three. Oh, yeah. The but, um, Alan, you, we were talking about yeah. this uh, a little bit before the podcast. But I, I guess answer this question as well and then bring up what Houston's been doing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I think it's I think it's really gone too far. And I, I and I, I here's the thing. I'm 100 percent for a challenge. Get the ref or the coach to challenge a play. I think you should be able to challenge anything. And you get if you get it wrong, you get penalized a, uh, a timeout. I don't care how fast these games are going. Just fucking. I want the right game. I don't give a shit. So if a referee sit, or if the coach goes, no, that didn't happen. You're just calling this game because you want X Y Z to win. Well, let's replay it. Let's look it over from every angle, and then let's let's actually talk about it and get the right call instead of these L two M reports a week later saying, yeah, we fucked over the Raptors. We're sorry. <laughs> like, it's always is the Raptors yeah. too. I remember in Atlanta yeah. when they actually shaved a point. Yeah, Do you remember that? It was yeah, like seven years ago. Mm. Yeah, and it was like, oh, by the way, like the Raptors just like like had a point that didn't. That was never counted. 
Anyway, sorry. That's a, that's a deep, painful memory uh, I just brought up. They clearly. just keep <laughs> fucking us over. And so, yeah, get get some challenge flags out there. Challenge these plays. Let's make this game. I don't care if it takes three hours. Fuck, who cares? You probably get more in commercials for that a- NBA. Like, like, I don't know why fearing taking longer to get the game right is any issue. They do it in they do it in soccer now. There's a VR replay in soccer. So I'm like, if soccer is being able to like take on like the uh, the um, the you know the I don't know, technology and all that yeah, shit forward yeah. thinking then why can't the nba that the leading league in the world why can't they do this shit and uh yeah and to follow up on that thing yeah what houston did they did a whole report of last year and was a 2017 mm-hmm. final or 18 17 17 18 finals against warriors and they all these calls that they said they weren't called they just like brought a whole report about it yeah which is the the best timing the absolute best timing right after that like shitty game against the warriors uh, it's last definitely time. like it definitely seems like houston is expecting to not get the call yeah definitely thinks they're being screwed and is like kind of doing is really playing the the media for like hey we need to like say yeah. this from day one mm-hmm. that this team has an unfair advantage like as well as as having the refs on their side yeah so well, think about it that's a smart idea because if everyone's talking about it guess what we're all watching the next game and we're gonna go look see see right. what you're doing you're doing the thing totally. that they said you did so now for them not to do that they're gonna have to like let some of these things go against them you know like so are, are either of you guys like do you, like it seems like a, like a lot of people have hit like a boiling point mm. as far as like the nba I just, and I, being frustrated yeah. by kind of like players like melting off like when you watch a game like w- w- either of you when you watch the golden state houston game were you mad at the players or were you mad at just like the play of the game being argue like a bunch of arguments. Um, I wasn't mad at the play of the game with the arguments. I, I sympathize with Chris Paul in that play, you know, mm-hmm. like, and you know, that was bullshit. He got fouled by Clay Thompson and the ref didn't do anything. They just let that go. Cause I don't know. I, I, I think the, I don't know. Whenever like Tony brothers or any of these guys are out there, Never too, never, never too happy. But it wasn't that wasn't brothers that night. That was uh, what's his name? No, I think Tony Brothers is actually doing the next game. Oh, that's them, gonna be fun. Which is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Alan, or sorry, uh, Alex, are you? Do you think like the quality is is it affecting your enjoyment of, of the game? This stuff, or is this just like the narrative of the week? Uh, not really. Not me personally, but I could see. You know, fair weather basketball fans who would be up. Like you know, if if you're giving basketball or the NBA a chance, right? It definitely bothers them because they're mm-hmm. just always like, oh, everyone's complaining and, you know, there's no consistency. But me personally, I mean, I love basketball, so it's not going to change my view. But yeah. a- anybody else who's sort of like, you know, that, that average fa- fair weather fan probably gets annoyed and stuff like that. But, you know, it sucks when Chris Paul got fouled and then he's like complaining to the ref. And then, you know, I forget who it was, Draymond Green. He scored like on a fast break and stuff like that. Yeah, that's, you know, that's annoying. Like, you know, get back and, and, and complain when the, you know, when there's a whistle or something. But outside of that, no, I'm not really, doesn't really bother me. Yeah, I love how players will complain like that's going to ever reverse the call. I know. Yeah. It's, it's, I've never seen anybody. Yeah. What, when, I watch, when I watch Lowry walk over to refs during a timeout, or Mark, my Marcus Hole does that too. It's kind of like a team captain thing. All I can think is that, they are banking on it paying off later. later. Yeah, it's like when the coach gets a T. That, that. But I always also feel like, couldn't that bank in the other direction? Like, if a ref's just like, oh, I just need a moment. And, like, someone comes over to you and they're like, I need to know why you called this. Yeah. And they're so mad. 
And your actual explanation actually like it, it doesn't do anything for them. Like they just pout and like walk away. Yeah. I wonder if a ref, you're, if a ref, you're like, I thought you were being serious. Yeah. Fuck you. No, like you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like how much do, I, I like, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. I do like when players like tell the ref, like, Hey, look for this. This guy's hooking me yeah. right. or, or something like that. I don't like when they get mad or they like, a, Oh, I didn't hit him. I didn't do this. But when a, when a player comes over and calmly just goes, Hey, this guy's doing this. He's putting his elbow in me and he's, he's swinging his arm. He's hooking me. Then sort of rest. I think they respect that a little bit more because you know, they're humans too. And they're like, okay, I'm, I'll look for that. Yeah. Thing. So, well, it also I, mean, I think there's a difference between that and yelling at the ref. Yeah, no, the, well, you nowhere. When uh, when I I, I ref this tournament and uh, I had an edible, yeah. I shouldn't have done it because my buddy was like, "Hey, you want an edible?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, sure, I'll eat yeah, it with yeah. you." And I ate it with him, and I was like, "Oh shit, I gotta work." But I'm like, "You know what? I eat edibles and play basketball. That's yeah. easy." But playing basketball and refing basketball are two different things. You need to be aware of a lot of things. Oh yeah, so refing must have been tough, <laughs> dude. I called a shitty game. Yeah, <laughs> they were getting very mad at me, and rightfully so. <laughs> They're like, "You stole the ball from me, <laughs> sir." T. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. T. I'm getting a T. No, oh, you're teeing yourself, and you're just T. eating pop. Oh, wow. Okay. This guy's weird. But 100% people were complaining at me, and I was like, all right, calm down. And then I would make up some fully makeup calls on the next end to balance shit. I like it. Just because I didn't know what else to do. I like embracing that you're like a makeup call ref. Oh, yeah. Like, no worries. Get you on the other end. (laughs) (laughs) You're just constantly doing makeup calls. Like, honestly, I blew that one. Don't worry, though. I got (laughs) you. You're going to get free toast. So you're getting your free throws, all right? You're totally right. I was totally looking at the sky. The sky looked really beautiful. Okay. Okay. Let's do. Alan, let, do you ever uh, do you ever get do you ever go crazy with like the block and the charge? I would love to <laughs> get a little, the little, 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 little. Oh my god. The, the, oh. the block and then the motion to when the ref starts running the other yeah. way, being like the game's over here now, boys. Yeah, it's is, one of the best. Yeah. They're, gyrations they know it's their exists. moment they're like oh this is gonna change a yeah. lot and then they do that yeah now when i called it i would blow the whistle everyone look at me i'd be like uh charge and then <laughs> half of the people would be very angry at me that's that's pretty much the game i called very I like un- no confidence <laughs> all right let's do some nba quick hitters here before we move on to the last section um i mean if you, if you guys don't have an answer for this that's cool but uh Mr. Pavone, I'm going to start with you. Um, do you do you have like a most exciting uh, player versus player matchup in the second round? I know we're like you know positionless basketball, and it's not necessarily head to head, but yeah, it is, it is positionless because you hear you see like Giannis against Kyrie, right? And Jokic against Lillard, but I, I definitely love watching uh, CP3 and and. Um, Steph Curry play. I, uh, Ooh, that's a nice one. Crossed them up a bunch of times and just like destroyed them after, you know, everyone was saying that, you know, CP3 was, but this is years ago saying he's the best point guard in the league and this and that. And then Curry just overtook him. I, I just, I feel like Paul's always out to like just fucking get Curry just one time. And uh, they're always a fun matchup, you know? Yeah, totally. Especially because they're both point guards. Um, you got one, Alan? Uh, yeah, I like Horford versus uh, oh, that was fine. Giannis. That was fine. <laughs> I don't understand why Giannis can't dunk on him, but yeah, well, because Horford's just this ground bound, like, he's so good. I, I mean, I've seen, I've seen Giannis do this to Drummond, and Drummond's a bigger dude, but I feel like Horford is this guy, like, he played Embiid off the court mm. last year. He just seems to be this guy that is like. 
whatever in the regular season, but when the playoffs start, if I'm not playing LeBron, I win. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's just like, I'll figure out how to win unless LeBron's there. That's awesome. Yeah. But, like, it's just Horford is his, he's just so sharp. He, like, he plays angles so well and, yeah. like, you know, he like Drummond is more athleticism than Horford, but but Horford is so sharp and like he's the, with his like footwork and stuff. He he's probably the most underrated player in the NBA in probably the past decade. He is so good. What Al Horford? Mm. So yeah, good. no, yeah. I, he's yeah, he's so underrated. He's so amazing. When, when it's all said and done, I think he's going to get all his due props. I think so. I mean, he's just I been on so. so many good teams, yeah. and he's that like defensive anchor. He's like he's the most important defensive part of your team as well. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that was my matchup. I was half thinking. Um, like Harden Curry because of the yeah. positionless basketball thing too, but the Paul Curry thing's a better answer. Yeah. So I'm just gonna let the guests have this one. <laughs> um, but Alan, what's uh, just just another kind of quick hitter here? Um, of the eight teams that were eliminated, who has the best outlook going forward? Uh, and you can take this from like the micro or macro, like just like kind of snapshot. Who do you think is? I think uh, long answer. I want to say Spurs because Pop signed that three years, so they're good. And doesn't matter. That's what a happens. nice one. The three years is because everyone's like, is he gone? Yeah, but three years is big. That's a, it's a lot, and three years is enough time to ship uh, course correct what they need to do. So they're, yes. they're fine. But I want to say Brooklyn. I think like what Kenny Atkins is doing out there and with that young squad and what they're, you know, how Karis LeVert has stepped up. They've dug themselves out officially. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're definitely going to, you know, I wouldn't be like, look like the next season, they're going to be probably like fourth or fifth in the, in the Eastern conference. going to make their way up. So yeah, they're on the, the right trajectory. I feel cool. Uh, uh, Alex, you got one. Mine was the exact opposite. I was going to say Brooklyn, First, I don't know how we did the order actually now, come to think of it. But uh, Brooklyn, <laughs> I think they're just like one free agent away. Uh, you know, Russell, he to me, I think he's your like number two option, like your best number two option going forward. Yeah. So if they just get one, they snag one star in free agency, they're, they're cooking. But yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Pop just signed the three year thing. They, they've had, they had a couple injuries uh, in preseason, right? Murray, Deont- what's his name? Murray? Um, Deontay Murray? Yeah, Deontay. Yeah, Deontay Murray? Dejounte yeah, Murray, yeah. Yeah, I think, it's, I think the yeah. J is not silent, right? Dejounte? Yeah, is there like, a J? Okay, like, sorry. If you have the hell, man, you're always in, you're always like in good shape. Yeah. And I think, you know, at a year with DeRozan and Aldridge, even though they sort of, you know, always sort of screw up a bit in the playoffs. I'll always take the Spurs. I've underestimated them way too much in the mid-2000s to ever bet against Pop. It's true. A lot of money lost. Um, My team, and I don't know if this is just like me running a podcast every week and trying to create a hot take, Mm -hmm. but I feel like I do genuinely believe that it was embarrassing, but the Thunder are not in as bad of a place as people think, I think having Russ locked up and Paul George locked up for those amount of years leaves them in a place where they're going to have some serious talent. And I think as long as Russ doesn't become like full Iverson, and I don't think he's going to, I think he'll adjust at some point where he won't take a million shots. I don't think he will. I think. Yeah, <laughs> that that might be the end of my like hopeful outlook. Just someone being like, I don't think he'll change, and me being like, ah, oh, you know, true. If, if yeah, if if West uh, Westbrook could like become a two, I think that would just be work so well for his game. If he attacks people from the off ball point, he runs off the ball and doesn't control 
every possession and choose whether who scores because he's not giving it the ball the way a point guard should. There, yeah. There's a definitely a motive with the ball. There's not like it's not just like free flowing Spurs basketball where it's just like it just got to go in. We don't care who does it. But through Westbrook has it. He's like, oh, this is how we're going to score. And yeah. He was like, I have my own analytics. Yeah. It's like anti-math. <laughs> exactly. You're like, oh, no. Yeah, and when <laughs> that's bad. Yeah. And you ever see when a play's not called for Westbrook? He yeah. no, it's not called for Westbrook. He's not even showing. He's got his hands on his knees. He's in the corner just chilling in that weak spot. He's not, you know, his screens are pretty weak. It's yeah. Just like, he had like some insane stat where like there was one year where had like one screen assist yeah which is like yikes yeah you got to do something different man yeah but yeah i hear what you're saying having those players locked up is really dope but what it, what is it they need something and i think though i guess i'm coming fresh off of the like everyone being like trade mccollum trade lillard like when, sometimes you have a bad showing in the playoffs yeah and sometimes you know paul george was injured or whatever and like i'm not, i don't think they're gonna be you fire, like fire billy donovan win a yeah, honestly, maybe like they, they said his job is safe, which to me, I'm like, why? Why? Yeah. Why? Like, like you need yeah. a Russ whisperer. Yeah. So if that's not a Russ whisperer, then their job shouldn't be safe. I think Mike Malone will be a Russ whisperer. Just because Mike Malone's dope. Yeah. Although he's coaching. Yeah. The, uh, he's Nuggets. an awesome coach. Yeah. Um, okay. So before we do this last segment and, mm-hmm. and Alex, you, you might, you might not be able to stick around for it. Um, but I am going to hit you with my, my, uh, my last playoff stats and then, then we'll see how you're doing. Is that good? Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Okay. Sick. All right. So I hope you guys are ready for this. And this is basically a, a Kawhi appreciation moment. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, we're waiting on the Kawhi steals, right? But Kawhi, the God, is making some moves in the all-time playoff points list. Okay. And I hadn't included it because he's doing so much other good stuff, but this just needs to be appreciated. Matt, are you ready? Yeah, the cannon's loaded. Oh, cannon better be loaded. Okay. <laughs> so Kawhi started the playoffs with uh, 1,432 points. And he was at 137th all-time. And he now has 1,651 points in six games. Yeah. Uh, So since the playoffs, Kawhi has passed. Detlef Shrimp. Kenyon Martin. Dan Marley. (laughs) Bill Sharman. (laughs) Ricky Pierce. Gail Godrich, Walter Davis, Clifford Robinson, Amari Stoudemire, Jack Sigma, <laughs> Billy Paltz, Willie Wise, Vladi Divac, Rajon Rondo, Earl Monroe, J.R. Smith, Maurice Lucas, Sidney Moncrief. LaMarcus Aldridge, Chris Weber, Richard Jefferson, Sean Marion, Sean Kemp, Paul George, Michael Finley, Dave Debouchier, Rick Smiths, Dick Barnett, Charles Oakley, Jerome Kersey. Adrian Dantley, Don Nelson, Michael Cooper, Al Horford, Vince Carter, 
and Tayshawn Prince. Kawhi Leonard is tied with Lou Dampier for 100th all-time in playoff points scored. And guess what? Oh, my God. He's coming for number nine. Sorry, number 99. Sam Cassell. Like I said, Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> yeah, he's coming for Wayne Gretzky. Um, uh, I like how that cannon took different times to look. <laughs> yeah, 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 that, that cannon. It was rapid, and then, yeah, it was like. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was a battle of Winterfell right there, baby. Um, Dem Thrones. Okay, so yeah. uh, we're going to move on to quickish questions. Um, yeah. Alex, how, how you feeling? This this usually takes about 10. Four. So if you got a jet, that's well, cool. I can do it. I can do the 10. Oh, he's oh, doing it. Do it. Ready? He's doing After those cannons? <laughs> yeah. oh, I, think I knew the cannons got him fired yeah, up. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Well, I'm a nerd, eh? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I just literally let out a reel. Oh, God. <laughs> um Okay, Matt, will you give me that quickish question sting? <laughs> That's some wonderful work, Matt. Okay. So, Alan, Yo. Alex, you guys know the deal here. Uh, I'm going to try and read uh, some questions. Uh, hopefully they make sense. <laughs> and um, I just winked at Alan's phone. Felt cool. Um, and you guys got to answer as quick as you possibly can. And that's 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 the deal. You guys ready? Yeah. All right. So. Alan. Yo. First one's for you. With the game on the line, Lowry chose the wrong time to try and nutmeg Tobias Harris. What's something you've done at an inopportune time? Not an edible. <laughs> ah, I was really going to say the edible. Uh, what did I do at an inopportune time? I'm definitely poop when I shouldn't poop. I've done that before many times. <laughs> I hear that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> For sure. Matty D, my producer. Yo. Um, playoffs? More like play-ons. What's your hot take from Rockets and Warriors Game 1? What's in store for the rest of the series? <gasps> Ooh. Um, I want to say that it's going to be uh, a tight series going to 7, but I think the Warriors are just going to make it look uh, like, uh, you know, done in 5. Okie doke. Alex Pavone. Pavone. I'm nervous. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't like that. You, know, you better get ready. Um, okay, here we go. Um, yeah, sorry. This is me messing up. Um, okay, this reader has been on on, uh, on some existential journeys while watching the Raptors and judging nurses' choices. What form does your pre-slash-during-slash-post-game Raptors everything-will-be-okay meditation take? Oh, it's a lot of junk, James. There ain't no meditation. <laughs> stop. I start my day with jock jams and it jams. don't stop. <laughs> okay, I just love that. You don't meditate, you just get more jacked. Um, I get more jacked. Uh, okay, Alan. No time to calm down. Um, Alan. Okay, yeah, this is a good one. If it happened today, would a team given flubber automatically have an advantage in the playoffs? Yes. Right? Yes, it would. Easy answer. Okay. See, see people like uh, Zach Randolph just jump and grab in the top of the backboard. That'd be amazing. Oh, yeah. And they just like, they have one good game and then ACL tears the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's the landing. Um, Matt. Yes. Should halftime performances have, trampo have trampoline teams <laughs> competing against each other? 
Oh, like slam ball. Yes. Yeah. Um, I would be down with some slam ball. <laughs> right. For sure. Okay. Good answer. I would love to see some slam ball. <laughs> but yeah, like I want to see people that can handle it. Oh, just <laughs> Alex, if yeah. you made a series winning buzzer beating shot like Dame did, how would you taunt the opposing team? <laughs> I go over. I go over there. Double kiss everybody on the bench. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like just Italian kiss them. Yeah, double kiss. Left uh, to right. I love it. Just like all fifteen players and the two guys on two-way contracts too. Um, uh, yeah, and the athletic director. Oh, I love it. Whatever his name is, the guy yeah. who folds the towel. Just He's smooch the hell out of Alexander McKechnie. <laughs> okay, that's, that's confusing people. All right, Alan. Um, who would be the ideal player to have on the Raptors bench right now? I Michael Jordan. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty good answer, right? Yes. Like at his current age, though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, bench wise, who do we need? We need a uh, another big. So uh, don't say don't say Greg Monroe. Greg Mon? No. Uh, Biombo. Yeah, just someone who can get grab rebounds and just fight and just you know Tyler Hansbro. Ooh, I like Bring that. Bringing him yeah. back just for the okay. series. Matt. Yeah. When is the NBA going to take action against players on offense kicking their legs at defending players in an attempt to get free throws? Oh boy, I'm gonna put that into uh, in the next collective bargaining agreement. Okay, that's right on Matt's alley. Clearly, <laughs> take it easy, take it easy, bud. Um, okay, Alex, um, will you feel more still nervous? Yeah, you still nervous? Okay, here you go. I- I'm nervous too. Yeah, yeah. I stutter a lot, guys. Um, Alex, will you feel more comforted about last night's loss if Boston gets their asses handed to them tonight in Milwaukee? Absolutely. I like both series being the exact same. I don't like when a team takes a commanding series lead and we're tied. I do not like that. Listen to my voice. I'm quivering. (laughs) One, one, please. Uh, I like it. Okay. Alan. What up with Fred? He's been so lackluster. Uh, I'm starting to think he's really playing through an injury or something that maybe we don't know about. I don't know. He just ain't right. Thoughts? Uh, yeah, it could be an injury. I just think maybe he's got the yips. I think it's bright lights, man. He's got the yips. Too important. Mm. Just too important. Okay, Matty D. Why haven't they released the Boucher? Chris Boucher? That's right. The Boucher. Uh, I would think, isn't he hurt or something? I feel like he must be hurt. I think, actually, I just heard today uh, from actually responses from this question that uh, he might have an injury, but I didn't know. Yeah, I have a feeling that he's hurt and they don't want to put him out there because, you know, uh, having an injury can be not great. Okay, Alex, I don't know if you're still nervous, but this is a hot question. I read it, and and the the Facebook symbol I gave was the O face. I was like, pardon me? Um, All right. Is Nurse gone if the Raptors get bounced before the finals? No. What did he say? He said no. And I think no, no is the easy answer, but I just said it was a hot question because, like, woo, we're amped up yeah. with those types of questions. Yeah, somebody, yeah. Yeah, somebody said so he needs to be fired in the group. That, that, uh, oh, really? Out. Didn't somebody say that? I th- I didn't say that. I thought he had a uh, bad game, but I mean. No, but somebody wrote yeah. that in the group, I think. So I was like, mm, calm down. Needs to be fired. Yeah, like, I gave Casey a lot of time. I want to give Nurse a lot of time, yeah. too. Yeah. Um, Got to support you guys. Okay, yeah. last question here. Alan. Hmm. 
Oh, hilarious. It was just literally a um, accidental repeat of the last question. <laughs> so there is no last question. And, <laughs> and that's the end of the pod. Um, Alex, I know you got to go. Um, yeah. you're, you're always doing shows. Uh, you got a, you got a, uh, podcast sport, uh, oh, friends, say, friends and sports. I was going to say sporty bras, which sporty. was Dylan and, oh, uh, yeah, Graham's old one. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, do that every time. Is, do I? Is Dylan got fucking throwing you money to throw <laughs> under the bus. Honestly, spending time. I don't know if you, if anyone here, uh, knows friend of the pod, uh, Dylan got, but he's rich <laughs> and he'll dug for you. He'll give you some twenties here and there. Yeah. It's good stuff. Dylan's are super rich. Um, <laughs> But uh, so sorry, Alex. Brendan Sports Podcast with a very funny Graham K. And I have, can I? I have another podcast. Can I promote the other podcast? Mm-hmm. Of course. Quickly. It's called Party Mom. It's uh, <laughs> it's comics. Uh, myself, Michael Albanese, Chris Scopo, roommates. We're not doing great as a house, and uh, we interview <laughs> a special guest, and we interview our mothers, and they tell us stories about how they partied. Uh, one of uh, our moms, Chris Scopo's mom, uh, admitted she did coke a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Whoa, that's a big release on a pod. Yeah. Um, I just subscribed. Just subscribed to Party Mom. Party on, Mom. Uh, iTunes. Friends in sports. I like to listen. Party to Mom one. Pod. Sweet. Um, Alan, yeah. what's up, man? You're you're you're, you're all over. Man. You're doing tons of shit. Yeah. Um, where, where do you want people to check you out? Um, you can check me out on Twitter. Yeah, the Alan Shane, and then on Instagram at Alan Shane. Yeah, I'm doing doing some stuff. I have a show actually May 12th. I'm not gonna be there, but you can go to it. Uh, it'll be good. Nice. Uh, support the guy. He's yeah. not supporting himself. Support yeah, the guy. I'm, I'm in Montreal, but so show up to that show. Give those guys uh, an awesome support. What am I saying anymore? Yeah. What's uh, the show? Uh, it's called Rice and Peas and Comedies. So it's the second Sunday of every month. It's me and my uh, co-host Conrad Osei. Uh, we just make it really weird, and it's fun. Good. But you also get uh, rice and peas with the show. You get some jerk chicken. So. Nice. But, I mean, that's yeah. just downright wonderful. Yeah. yeah. You get fed. All right. We feed yeah. you. We feed you at this show. So uh, come out. Come hungry. Come high and laugh. Beautiful. That's all in the poster. It's, it's a beautiful life. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Well, uh, yeah. Next next pod, we'll... Uh, we got uh, one more, and then we're going to take a little break. That's right. Because Freddie has to get married. That's right. <laughs> About to get married. Pod Congratulations, first. Congratulations, Freddie. Yeah. Thank first. you. Thank you. Yeah. It's going to be good. I'm going to get married during the conference finals. Can't wait to see what you're like on the pod after you're married. Oh, I'm going to be... Oh, I'm just going to be nuts. <laughs> Yeah, nuts. yeah, yeah. I'm going to be like eating like uh, raw steak. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, it's okay. going to be cool. It's going to be cool. Um, I don't know why raw steak, but yeah, listen, no, I'll be, it'll be good. Thing, yeah. yeah. Hey, so everyone. Get married. Follow the podcast. Become our 13th subscriber on YouTube yeah. or go to uh, go to iTunes. Give us a rating and review. Yeah. Um, we got some hot toques coming out uh, right yeah. in time for the summer. <laughs> We're going to sell those. <laughs> it'll be dope. We're really like on it with like merch and yeah, all this kind yeah. of stuff. So like, yeah. <laughs> Like, see if you can ride our wave or whatever. No worries. Um, Cool. Uh, Thanks for listening to the pod. Uh, See you next week. It's the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast.